here's like a sample workout or here's this or here's a great piece of advice. Um, when you're giving some content, I think you'll receive a lot in return, right? Um, maybe you'll gain some following there. And I've worked with like, like I said, great companies. I've done a couple of giveaways is a good one too. Um, once again, there's some integrity behind that. You wanna make sure you're working with a great company. You're listening to Poolside Podcast. Today's guest has been on the podcast twice before. Um, her name is Michelle McGratton. She is amazing. I love her. She is the founder of the Michelle Method and instructor at Bar Bell. If you have been, if you've been doing their um, Bell Bod program online, it's all amazing. Great exercise. You can do it in your house. Um, you don't have to go to studios. So that's a bonus. But Michelle is amazing. Like I said, if you want more of a backstory on where she came from, what she does, and a deeper dive into the nutrition part of it, make sure you check out the first episode she was on, which is episode 45. But let's get into this episode. Michelle shares why a morning routine is so important for setting up your day and how she has learned to set boundaries for herself. She walks us through her whole morning routine which is very extensive, but it's very inspiring to really make sure that every day is set up properly. She talks about why she rebranded her business, what the Michelle method is and how she's helping her clients change their lives in a positive way. Um, there's a lot of, I don't want to use the word controversy cause that's really extreme, but with dieting and nutrition coaches and figuring out how to look good, but also feel good. I think Michelle has really encompassed the wholehearted lifestyle of eating well so that you feel well and your whole life reflects that. She does talk about the energy that you put in is the output that you receive. And I think that's really important, um, especially now when we're realizing how important our health is, but also how important our mental health is and how we're setting up our lives on a day-to-day basis. We also talk about personal branding and how she's grown such a strong and loyal community while still being true to who she is. She gives us our, her social media tips and tricks. She's done a really, really good job at building her audience in an organic and authentic way. I have watched her grow past 10,000 followers and it's really exciting to see how her community engages and shares all of her recipes and her workouts and I love it and I think you guys will get a lot out of it so let us jump into it here is Michelle Welcome back to Poolside Podcast. I am here via Zoom with Michelle McGratton. Thanks for joining me again. I think this is your third time on the podcast. It is. How you doing? Good. <laughs> I'm so excited to yeah to talk to you again. I feel like I haven't seen you in person for like years. So I know it's so weird. I think the last time you were here, we were at my dining room table, and I think we had just gotten George. I think maybe the new little rescue yeah 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 that's definitely what it was <laughs> yeah so that was like a year over a year ago which is crazy that is crazy that's do you excited. want to start with introducing yourself for the people that don't know who you are and tell yeah. us a little bit about what you do 
totally. Okay. I'm Michelle McGratton and I am a business owner. I'm a mom, full-time mom, basically, uh, for a mama, also the three dogs. Um, I own the Michelle method and it's a, you know, I do coaching, nutrition coaching. I also am a bar instructor, um, and I'm online with the Bellbot. Uh, and that's funny story. We, uh, you know, we were always launching that on March 1st and COVID hit like two weeks after that, which was wild. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. So basically my main gig is uh, nutrition coaching. And then, you know, I, you know, the barb is, is, is going really well, obviously the online content has been ramping up with, uh, with COVID and all of that, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, guys. no, I, it was good timing and it, it, you guys seemed ahead because obviously you had it planned, but no one knew you had it planned. So yeah. it looked like you guys were just really totally. quick at getting it together. Yeah, it was wild. So we filmed like last October, Christy, myself and Jill, um, knowing that we were going to do that, this launching at March 1st and, uh, Anyway, yeah, and it all happened so we had to get our shit together, though, because we only had so much content. So we kind of booted in the studio one at a time. And it was it was pretty like, you know, our filming wasn't like on par with our studio filming. We just were kind of like, you know, banging routines out and 20 minute workouts and 30 minutes. But people loved it. It didn't matter. Like the quality wasn't amazing, but didn't matter, which was the cool part. Um, and then we got like proper lighting and like, you know, all the things. So now it's all kind of coming together and it's been awesome. Uh, yeah, but yeah, basically, like most of my business is, is online. Um, so it's benefited me definitely um, during this time, you know, being able to have access to all my clients via FaceTime and Zoom. And I've got a client in Abu Dhabi now and all over North America. So it's it's really great to, you know, have that option, which is awesome. No, that's awesome. And before yeah. we get into anything else, because uh, for people that follow you, and I know that you're super busy, and yeah. I know you're really, I don't use the word strict, <laughs> but you have a very... <laughs> Put together morning routine. Yeah. So do you want to walk us through how you start each day to make sure that yeah. it's like productive and together? Yes, totally. So I always preach this that the first hour of your day is the most important because it sets your tone. Uh, so typically, yeah, Gabe's been coming into my room like some nights through the week, which I'm embracing because I think this time will only last very long with him. So, um, you know, we'll do our little snuggle in the morning. If he's not in my room, I try to meditate in the morning, read a little bit of a book. I, right now I have Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk on my bedstand. It's really good to reference. It's all about like finding your purpose and all the good things in your life. Um, so try and meditate a little bit, come downstairs with him, um, get him his first breakfast. We'll give him a little bit of like cereal or something like that, some water and a banana. And then I get to my stuff. So I always say to, you know, it's, it's hard like as a mother and a business owner, when you're trying to grind it out, and take care of, you know, your son and the dogs and the whole bit. But, you know, it's always also really important to prioritize yourself in the process. So, you know, I make sure he's lined up and then I make sure I'm lined up. So I do my juice, get my juice going. Uh, and then I, you know, make my coffee with my mushrooms <laughs> and everyone sees pretty much every morning I preach about it. Um, my adaptogens from the gut lab. And then I, uh, while I'm drinking that stuff, I get Gabe's like actual breakfast ready. I make his lunch, which is new this year. He's in a full day which I've never had before for him. So it's just like a little bit more in the morning, but you know, I just make sure I get up early enough so that I have that extra time. So, you know, it's just better to like prepare yourself rather than be rushed. Like waking up 20 minutes earlier than you want to can give you an extra 20 minutes of like a really good time, right? Productive time. Um, you know, and I always have music going for Gabe and I just to kind of set the tone, a candle going. I'm just really big into like energy and all of that good stuff. And um, yeah, get him fed and then make his lunch. And then I typically, depending on, what my schedule is like. I'll either like, you know, bring him to school, rip out a workout and then eat my first meal. Um, you know, if Brian's got him and he's bringing him to school, whatever the case is, right? Like all it's, my mornings are just a lot different now than they used to be. 
Um, typically, I would go into the studio and teach. Um, now I'm typically going in, into film or teach, or I'll go hop on the Peloton. Um, and I always just get a good sweat. Like I'm a morning workout person, and I feel like that also sets the tone for my day. Um, when it, people always ask me, what's the best time to work out? There's no best time, but I feel like when we get to the end of the day, and you could probably attest to this too, Rach, like it's really tough to work out like at the end of the day. Um, if that's the only time you have, the only option you have, I say go for it. But I just, then my energy is not where it needs to be then. Um, and I feel like getting that good sweat, getting those endorphins going also sets my tone and it makes me just, yeah, feel better, happier, all the good juju is going, right? So that's pretty totally. much my morning. Yeah. And then I typically have my smoothie like immediately after that. Um, if I'm not working out till a little bit later, I'll get my breakfast in, which is typically like oatmeal with protein powder, um, you know, some healthy fat in there, get all my macros in. And then I give myself about an hour and a half before I work out just to let it sit. And if I'm working out, I'll just work out first, have my smoothie after type deal. So yeah, a lot goes on in the morning here. <laughs> and then the dogs, I got to feed the dogs. Also the three dogs are on raw diets, like high maintenance family like it's like crazy <laughs> shit yeah so it's a it's I, I, like I said this dude like last week I'm like it's a shit show but it's a good shit show it's like you know I don't ever feel like super stressed in the morning you know if you start your day off feeling stressed and anxious you know the rest of your day is going to be completely thrown off so you know if Gabe's five minutes late for school I'm like you know what whatever like it's okay it's not the end of the world right as long as we got totally. all our stuff done and he's fed and we're happy and we're good so that's kind of like, I feel like that rush in the morning, just kind of like, it can make you anxious throughout the whole entire day. Right. So just give yourself some more time. So guys, just set your alarm a little bit early, get your ass out of bed a little bit earlier, 20, 30 minutes before maybe you want to, and then get, you know, get everything done, get everything in that will help you have a successful, productive day. It's important. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, yeah. you'll just feel better. And even though that sounds overwhelming, like with all the things, but if you're doing the same thing every day, then it, it's not an overwhelming routine. Like it just gets you in the mindset. Like you just go through everything yep. in order totally. and then it's, it's not as, as exactly. much as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. I always say too, it takes about a week to make or break a habit. So just creating these new habits, like even if it's like adding one positive, productive thing to your morning, you know, try that for a week and then add in something else. It's just like every day that 1% change, positive change every day will get you even closer to like where you want to be in life. Right. So those productive mornings are everything. In my exactly. Opinion. Yeah. And I think yeah. the challenge to people, if they are looking for that morning routine is what you just said is to just get up 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. If you don't do anything 100%. else. Just get up 20 minutes earlier. Exactly. Yep. Totally. Yep. Exactly. And yeah. are there any specific tools or methods or resources that you use for organizing the rest of your day and your week? So like your clients, yeah. your scheduling, all of that, like what, yeah. how does that yeah. work for you? So I'm a, I'm a big calendar person and my girlfriends always like laugh their heads off. Like, well, like the stuff that pops up on my calendar is like ridiculous. Like I have reminders all the time, all day, because I just, that for me keeps me in line. I have so much going on. Um, I have a lot of clients. It's just me. Right. So it's a lot. Um, it's, it's great, but it can be super overwhelming when I'm doing that. I've got the bell bot. I've got my son. I've got like, there's a lot happening. Um, so I just, yeah, my calendar is everything. So I have a Google calendar, which is synced to my phone, right? Synced to my phone. I have a work phone as well. So it's everything synced in. So as soon as I put that in my Google calendar, it sets a reminder. It sends a reminder to my client. Um, and then it pops up on my phone on all levels. So I get like three reminders, basically. It's like 30 minutes you know, beforehand, don't forget about this. And then it will alert me again, the time of. So that's basically, it's super important guys to have like a good calendar. Um, whether you're like writing stuff down, I just like to have it on my phone that way it's with me. Um, and like, I, I will say to him, I'm a bit of a control freak um, <laughs> in a good way, <laughs> but that's how I get shit done. Honestly, like, I mean, I just, I, I have to, or else things won't get done. Right. And there's only so many hours in the day, but in that day too, I make sure that everything's lined up, but I also make sure there's time for me in there too. I, I'm, I'm really big on that. So 
I'm getting my workout in no matter what. And that time for me is so, so important because it makes me a better mom. You know, it makes me better, you know, in my work, it makes me more productive. So I make sure that there's always that time for me in my day. I always, you know, and I'm trying to have a bit more boundaries too with work. Um, it's hard when you own your own business, as you know, Rach, it's difficult to have those boundaries, but I got my work phone now and I'm trying to only do a couple evenings a week where I'm actually working um, and trying to take, you know, less on, on the weekend. And if I, if it happens, it happens. Um, but I just trying to be more aware of that to also not like lose myself and make sure I have like proper time with Gabriel and all that good stuff. Right. So boundaries are important, you know, organizing calendars, all that good stuff. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. I love that. And I think, yeah. um, that's what lots of people say, like when it's like, Oh, the successful people, this is what they do. And that's one of the things that yeah. most of the people say that is to schedule in literally yes. everything that you need so that you know mm -hmm. when your time is being used and you also know yeah. when your time is exactly. done. So by yeah. six or seven, 100%. like there's nothing scheduled and to leave that open. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's super, super important. You still have to have like time for you and it's hard to like, you got to create those boundaries for yourself. It's really important. I'm just, I'm just, just learning that now. <laughs> Taking a little while, but it's all good. Better. As long as you eventually learn, that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, and do you want to just give us a brief summary of what the Michelle method is? I know that yeah. when you were on the podcast the first time, which I will link below, um, yeah. we go into lots of like the nutrition specifics, but I know yeah. since then you've rebranded it to the Michelle method. So do you want to just give us yeah. a brief summary yeah, of that? Yeah, did, did a little good rebrand. I think it was like last, it was funny, it was last Christmas. And I was like, God, I just need like, it was time just to do that. And I was, it was funny, you know, like my, my girlfriends are such a big part of my life and they're, they've been so supportive. Um, through my whole process of of, of life and uh, we were all sitting around at Christmas and we were like my friend Jules just like threw out this name she's like the Michelle Matt that I'm like oh my gosh it's so good so it was like that right there it like changed my name and it was like this whole thing it was awesome um so that's what girlfriends are for right we were kind of just brainstorming some different names and I feel like that embodies kind of everything that I stand for it's like you know a method to my madness I would say um <laughs> like <laughs> people might think I'm a little bit crazy um, I don't think so though. Maybe not. We think I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just really like regimented and I just have a way and a lifestyle that I like to live. And with, with what I do too, and with all of my clients, I think why, um, people are drawn to me, you know, I have a lot of moms that are in the same situations as me that are super, you know, busy business owners. They're full-time moms. Um, some, some not, I have all ages. I have, you know, ranges from 18 up to like, you know, 50, 60 year olds. Um, but my biggest thing is learning how to undiet learning how to get out of feeling restricted, learning how to get out of bad diets and just look at food in a completely different way to completely change the way that we eat, you know, using food as fuel, focusing on nutrient dense foods and all of that good stuff. And yeah, like I said, getting rid of that restriction. It's so, so huge. Just embodying like a whole new way of living and looking at food, right? Um, and, and more for like forever tools, tools forever, not just, you know, for three months. Like I'm talking like we're changing things forever. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing too, as I say, you know, everything in moderation is, is really important. If you had the cookie, just let it go. It's okay. Like it's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> you know, I see some clients that have come to me that are on really, or were on really, really strict nutrition plans, which was like in line with stuff that I was doing when I was competing. Like, it's actually crazy. And I just, I'm like, you know, for that, that really, it really gets to me because that creates eating disorders that creates disordered eating patterns, um, thinking that that's the only way to get to your goals. And it's absolutely not. So another reason too why I do all of my healthy baking is to show everyone that like you can still enjoy your food and you can still have fun with it and you can still have really good, you know, baked goods and all that good stuff. It's just choosing the right ingredients, cleaning everything up. That's it. And you're going to feel a million times better. That's all, right? Exactly. And then you don't have yeah. the stress of like not eating perfect all the time and, yeah, and totally. to enjoy 
life because exactly and like what I, a big thing too is like intuitive eating and it, this is like what I preach to my clients too it's you know there's no set times that you have to eat obviously but like listening to your body your body tell will tell you when it's hungry and when it's ready to eat and you need to listen to that um you know there's lots of you know the keto and intermittent fasting all that stuff and they, I, I say to each their own but you know I just feel like anything that's restricting you is not going to work long term um so it's just really listening to your body is the main thing right it's the most important thing yeah, absolutely. And yeah. how has COVID impacted your business? I know you mentioned it's all online, but did you see yeah. a shift or anything um, oh, yeah. in the last six months? It's blown me up, up. like <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, I've always been busy since I started my business again. Um, and it's it's been incredible. I'm so grateful. And I think people were just looking for that outlet to say, okay, how can I change my life in a positive way during this time? Um, you know, so for me this time of year, typically I, I'm always busy and I always have a wait list, but this, for some reason, this fall is crazy. Um, which is great. I have, I feel so bad having a wait list, but there's only so many people I can take on at a time, right? Because I want to give them my all. I want to give them all of me. <clears throat> I want them all to succeed properly. <clears throat> so anyway, so I basically, this time of year normally is a little slower than my summer months, obviously, because coming into Christmas, people are like, okay, I'm going to wait till the new year type of deal. Right. Um, but it's been crazy. So it's really great for me to see as people are like wanting to take care of themselves and want to get healthy. And, you know, through this time, like I always say, there's a direct correlation between what we eat and our, and our mental health. Like, you know, I always say we are what we eat. So if we're eating like shit, we're, we're actually going to feel like shit. And we know that, Rach, like when we like, you know, like, like we have something that's kind of like not the greatest choice, like you're not feeling the greatest after the next day. So, um, you know, it, it really impacts your mental health, which I think has been a huge part of COVID for a lot of people. Um, yeah, so I think it, it's, it's been great for me. And obviously with the Bellbot, all the online stuff has been incredible. Um, it's, we've, we've kind of like had this new community online, which is so cool. You know, all over North America, like all of these women coming together. And like, we all have this like commonality where we're all like doing this together, which is super cool. So I think everything has definitely shifted with COVID. Um, def like, you know, typically I would like to meet with a lot of my clients in person and that just hasn't, you know, been, you know, what I've been able to do, but FaceTime has been great. Zoom's been awesome. So utilizing all that stuff has been huge for me. Um, so yeah, it's been awesome. Honestly, COVID's been um, like really great for my business actually. And, uh, but yeah, I think everyone's wanting to make that shift in life and to like just be healthier, which is great. Yeah, no, it is great. And I think yeah. um, what COVID has taught everybody is that this is what's important, your health and your mental health and how you're living your life oh, is hundred percent. hundred percent. If you want to be healthy, then these are the steps yeah. you have to take. So <clears throat> totally agree. Yeah, totally. Um, and in terms of your business specifically, what are the biggest obstacles that you found from starting and growing and running the business? Yeah. So starting, it was like crazy. So I, I did this, you know, a while ago, I've been in it. I'll give you a quick rundown. I did this last time, but I, I've been in the industry for a very long time. So, you know, I was an athlete. I did competitive dance. I played varsity soccer. Um, my degree is in communications. And then I always thought I'd kind of work in that world, um, you know, advertising, PR, but fitness and health was always a huge part of my life. So my first gig was with Oxygen and Muscle Mag. I, did edit, I was an editor for them. Then I moved on to Inside Fitness and then I became the advertising director. But in the midst of that, I was doing, you know, all of our health writing and I got super into like, you know, I was always into nutrition, but I just was like, you know, I'm super interested in it. And then I started doing fitness competitions during that time, right? And then I got really into everything. And then just for me, I really battled and struggled um, for a couple of years with finding that healthy balance, right? So then I was able to, you know, I did my nutrition certificate with that precision back in, I think it was like 2011, 2012. That was when I first gave this a go and I started coaching some people. Um, and then it kind of just evolved. So then, you know, I moved away and all of that. And then I just like, I was ready. Gabe was at a really good age. 
where I said, okay, I can start my business again, right? Like I, I'm, I'm ready to do this. And it was very scary in your mid thirties. You know, it's like, okay, who's going to want to work with me? And you know, is, is this going to work? Is it going to work? And so the first step I did is I built my website in a day. <laughs> I did, I've done everything on my own, um, which is like the control, the, the control <laughs> side of me. Right. But I just, I know how to do all this stuff. I built websites and stuff like that for when I worked for the mag. So I'm so you know, thankful for that. I've had so many tools just on WordPress, super easy, quick word, WordPress. Um, cause I'm really big into recipes. So I was like, okay, I have a recipe tab, all that good stuff. Then I started an Instagram. So I did my Instagram page, Facebook page. I linked them all together and it was kind of scary doing a public Instagram. So I've always been very private. So that was really scary. Um, you know, you know how it is, Rach. It's like, yeah, it's like such a wonderful world, but it can also be like, there's a lot of, you know, not so nice things out there. Um, it, it, so yeah, it's just like finding that healthy balance. Right. So that was good. But I said to myself, okay, this is free. Like Instagram is free advertising, like utilize it the best you can. Right. And that for me, like, I know that social media has such an impact and I want to make a powerful impact on everyone and say, okay, like, you know, there's a way to you know, get healthy without having to restrict yourself. And that was my big thing from the beginning and, you know, making it fun and giving out great recipes and Gabe cooking and doing all the fun things. Right. And just a little glimpse into my life. And uh, from there, it evolved and started taking on clients um, a couple of years ago. And then it just has like snowballed. And um, I'd say like the, like in terms of obstacles, it's definitely been finding that, that balance, I would say, um, between life and work. That's been a hard one. Uh, like once again, when you own your own business, you're full on, but that's how you become successful, right? That's how the success kicks in. And I know that and I'm grateful for it. And I just, now I'm finally creating those boundaries where I'm making actual like scheduled hours for myself, which has been super important. Having a work phone, um, all of those things, like the obstacles for me were like, it was just, my work was just intertwining way too much into my life. Basically I didn't have a good divide between the two. And now I, and now I do. And it's hard with social media because like, you know, this too, Rach, it's, it's such a big part of my business. I would say I get majority of my clients through, through Instagram, honestly. Um, word of mouth. Yes. But Instagram's a huge one. I'm sure for you too. It's, it's been great. It's been such a great tool for me. So, um, I try to restrict myself too on there now. Cause it can, it can kind of, it can be a lot. You can find yourself scrolling and doing all the things. So now I'd kind of just go on there. I put on what I need to put on and I'll, you know, answer some people's DMS and all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I get a lot of, that's another thing too. Um, another obstacle for me is the DMS that I have like, so many all the time um, of a lot of questions. And I think it was it you that posted this. Someone posted this. It's about like um, creating boundaries for yourself in that regard too. Um, you know, it's like, you know, here's some information if you'd like to chat more or if you'd like a consult and that kind of thing. You know, I definitely give out a lot of information to a lot of people, but then I also have to protect my energy and, and how much I'm giving all the time. Right. Cause it can be yeah. a lot. It can totally. be a lot. I think and, yeah. I have like 200 sitting there like this, just oh like I had, and then I go through them. Like, yeah. And I try to go through them as best as I can. Um, because I want to, you know, people are like, have great questions and they, you know, I'd love to kind of be there for people and be that, that person and be that tool. But it's definitely, that's been an obstacle for sure, because a lot of my business is on there. So just kind of creating that, you know, that good boundary there too. Right. So. Yeah, no, I think that that is a huge thing for everybody who's trying to run like an online business with Instagram is that, people that are following you, they just expect that you have all of the time in the world to answer the questions. And I think yeah, there is a line sure. between them doing a little bit of research and then yep. you building that community and connecting with people. So I think Absolutely. like you said, having those yeah. boundaries is really important. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now that we've kind of got to Instagram, you've done a really, really good job about growing your Instagram organically. Like I, yeah, I remember yeah. like six months ago or a year ago, <laughs> pre-COVID when we were still in bar yeah. and you'd be like, yeah. I just need to get past 10,000. Like how should totally. I do this? And then totally. now you're like way past. So I think you've done yeah. amazing in growing that. Thank you. Um, so do you want to just talk a little bit about what has worked for you and what hasn't worked? Yeah, because I know sure. that it's a lot of work in general, but there's yeah. obviously everyone wants to know what the best ways to do it. For are. sure. So for me, it's all about integrity and, and being genuine. So I know that a bunch of people like that I do follow, they have these like, they're called pods, like comment pods is what I've like, I didn't even know about that this existed. Cause I was like, how are these people getting like consistently a hundred comments on their pictures? But it's like all the same people. Yeah. And I was like that, like, you know, that it bothers me, but I was like, it just seems so disingenuous. You know what I mean? It's like, just to get those comments. And I'm like, not about that. I've let everything happen super organically. I've never been obsessed about like comments or, you know, likes or any of that type of deal. I just like, you know, if, Hey, if you're on here and you like what I have to say, wicked, like, awesome. I have a great community of people that love, you know, like my recipes and all that good stuff. So that's been a big thing for me is not, not obsessing about that. I'm like, you know what, they're going to come if they want to come. And that's great. Um, I don't care about the likes. I don't care about the saves, like all that stuff. I know that it's important in, in terms of like, um, how Instagram does their algorithms and stuff like that now, but it's, it's, some stuff's just out of your control. Right. Um, I've never bought followers or done any of that stuff. Too. Like, I just feel like once again, that's so disingenuous and like that comes with like integrity. So I would say I would never even cross that line. If anyone's thinking about doing that, I wouldn't do it because that affects like all, all of your stuff too. Right. Um, I think it affects like who even sees your page and all that stuff, whatever. So I've just let it happen organically. So I've done like, I work with a lot of really great companies. Like I've got a couple of big deals with RX bars this year. Once again, I'm very picky and choosy with who I work with. We talked about this last time. Um, I have to try the product. I have to believe in it. I have to know everything about it. I'm so big on that. So I only work with people that I fully believe in their product and I will use on a daily basis. And uh, that's been really great for me working with really great companies. Um, you know, in terms of like, you know, a following I've just you know I think it just organically happened like maybe it's the recipes maybe it's the workouts I don't really know I feel like when you give something to people um you know I'll give out a few free recipes here and there and I also have my digital cookbook so I think people really enjoy that you know having recipes and I think that that drives a lot of my stuff on my page here's like a sample workout or here's this or here's a great piece of advice um when you're giving some content I think you'll receive a lot in return right um maybe you'll gain some following there. And I've worked with like, you know, like I said, great companies. I've done a couple giveaways is a good one too. Um, once again, there's some integrity behind that. You want to make sure you're working with a great company for that stuff. Right. And you're giving away something pretty rad, <laughs> you know? So I'm, I, I kind of like pick and choose that kind of stuff, but honestly, yeah, it's just been like, you know, I don't post every single day. I definitely on my I, I story a lot because I feel like that's, you know, as you know, two rates, that's like, where a lot of people aren't even scrolling through Instagram as much as they are on stories these days and reels and all of those cool things. Um, so yeah, I just kind of keep, I keep everyone kind of drawn in and, you know, give a little glimpse into what I'm doing every day, whether it's my workout, just a piece of motivation basically for people. Um, I put up a good post a couple of days ago, just about input versus output and how important those things are. And, you know, th that, th those kind of posts get a lot of great feedback because it's, you know, it speaks to so many people. So when you're speaking to someone and you're, you're kind of giving some great content, I think you'll receive a lot in return in terms of social media so I think that's exactly because I think you're you're providing value for people 100%. and that's yeah. why they want to follow you because they know that you're yeah. going to give enough that's worth following because I think now right. totally. there's so many people to follow and so many people that are doing very yeah. similar things but to yeah, make it unique sure. is really you and what you have to offer your audience yeah. totally yeah for sure I agree yeah and you do an amazing job 
at it. Safe, babe. Yeah, I never know. I'm like, oh, am I like annoying today? Because I put up like so many stories about like, you know, working out or whatever. But I'm like, you know what? This is my life. You know, you're gonna like love it or hate it, right? That's it. I can't exactly. That, and I yeah. think people love it. Like the amount of people yeah. that tag you and share your recipes and share your oh, workouts. I, love that I think, so much. Yeah, yeah, I think it it just it. shows that people do love what you're posting and I think yeah. that has been a huge part of the growth as well is for sure like the validation yeah. from other people yeah for sure I agree I totally agree yeah um and for people that want to become a nutrition coach or any yeah. type of online coaching or online business um yeah. what would your advice for them be and what are some of the first few steps that they can take um, yeah so I going? like I really believe in the program that I do uh precision nutrition Dr. John Berardi it's funny he was my client back in the day when I worked for Inside Fitness he he did ads with us so that was how I knew about his program and I just really believed in what he taught once again I don't believe in any of the fads I wanted to get away from strictly just thinking of every diet as a competition diet and that kind of idea um with his program with precision nutrition you know you can work with anyone that's just starting out to a professional athlete and I've done it all I've worked with athletes I've worked with someone just trying to figure out how to eat healthier. So that's the great part about their program. Um, you know, and, and you can take it at your own pace, which is really cool, right? You don't, you can do it at your own pace. Uh, so I, when I got certified back in the day, I think it's every two years you want, you take your exam again. And I kind of did a recertification a few years ago, just to kind of freshen up. They have some new textbooks. So I really love their stuff. Unfortunately, with what I do, um, people aren't covered under benefits. Um, you're only, if you're, if you want to be a registered dietitian, that's the only thing that you'll get coverage with, which I wish that they would change, you know, rejig that because there's so many other great certifications out there. Not, not that anyone knows more than a dietitian or vice versa, but I have so many kind of different tools than maybe a dietitian would, or, you know, like I work in a completely different capacity with macros and the way I look at food and, and nutrients and macronutrients and all that cool stuff. Right. Um, so, I mean, I love my program, honestly. Um, and people still pay, even though they're not covered, they're still paying for it because it's an investment in them long-term for the rest of their life to completely change their life. So yeah, I would say, and it, I, I just love the program that I do. I'm, I'm a big believer in precision. So yeah. Did you I do that? Did yeah. You, yeah. I was going to say you did it, right? Yeah. yeah I, I just finished like a couple weeks ago. It was great. And it was like, it was refreshing to read it. And it's so funny how you feel so like brainwashed a little bit from being on social media that I'm reading this textbook right. and I'm like, oh, right. Like you can yeah. eat normal food and you can eat carbs 100%. and like, and you just forget, yeah. like, not that I wasn't eating that way, but like to see it in a textbook that that's how yeah. people are like supposed to be eating. You're like, oh, right. Totally. Like, just, everyone needs to be normal yeah. again. <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. That's, we don't need to be afraid of carbohydrates. And it's funny, like a lot of my clients come to me and they've like, haven't had fruit in forever. But I'm like, how was like, how were, how were, how were like the cookies that you had? Like, it's like, there's so many misconceptions out there, right? With like sugar and fruit and all that. It's just like, it really teaches you how to properly eat and fuel your body, which is cool. Exactly. Yeah. Online. Yeah. So it's yeah. definitely a great program. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know you touched upon, you get most of your clients from Instagram. Um, yeah. But how did you get your like first clients or would you just so, recommend people grow social first? Um, like, it's funny. Cause I've, I've been like, you know, I've lived in Calgary, like on and off since 2013. And my first couple of clients, I actually knew from, from bar when I was teaching bar. Um, and that's how that kind of happened. So I kind of put it out there and they, we already had like a, a relationship, um, beforehand. So I think they felt really comfortable working with me because we had had that in person. Like, I think there's still somebody to be said guys for like that connection, <laughs> like, you know, the person to person, which like, it's so weird now with the way the world is. But, um, a lot of my clients that I first started with, like I had known them from before through the studio. And then it kind of like, you know, I started working with them and then people would kind of get drawn in on Instagram and say, oh, like you're doing this and you know, what's the deal that would kind of put updates on like people's, you know, 
progress and that type of thing. And that's how that kind of evolved from there. So, you know, I worked with a couple of friends too, to start, so just start slow. And I actually, I know I, my prices were half of what they were now, you know, just don't jump in too, too hard, like make it a bit affordable. That way you can kind of get your feet wet and, you know, all that good stuff. And then, you know, like once that demand comes guys, just know, just know your worth, right? Know your worth at the end of the day. So yeah, to start off really slow, maybe start doing a couple friends, family members, people that you have met and then, um, and then go from there and it will start to evolve, you know, and then people will tell their friends and I've had a lot of word of mouth, like, yes, social media has been a huge thing for me for people that aren't in the city, but word of mouth has been massive for me also. Yeah. Great. And I think that goes for any online business or any service. Cause I feel the same with like social media company yes. as well, that that's yeah. really how it's grown is mostly word of mouth or my totally. own profile. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Which is great. Um, okay. Just a couple questions before we jump off. We are yeah. almost at the end of 2020, like thank yeah. God. <laughs> so oh, what I is did. your mindset for the remainder of the year and going into 2021? It's funny. Yeah. So I just did that post about this. Cause I was like, okay, so I think it was a couple of days ago. It was 86 days. So we've got to be what, like 84 days now until, <laughs> um, until whatever, like until this, this year is freaking over. So in the meantime, you know, I said, fill your bucket up with the right stuff, guys. So our, like, this is a huge one. Our input directly affects our output, which I talked about. So everything that we're fueling our body with and everything that we're, you know, bringing in emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, what we're eating, like everything guys directly affects our output, which is our productivity, how our day goes, you know, how productive you are at work. It, it makes so much sense. So, you know, if we're filling our buckets up properly, we can be so much more productive, right? at the end of the day. So, you know, and it's hard because I feel like, like I said this too, we're not really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. There's no date. It's not like, okay, guys, like, you know, like in February, we know that everything's going to be back to normal. We don't know that. So it's really hard to wrap your head around. So if you just really fill your bucket up guys, every single day with all the great stuff, you're going to be in a better headspace. You know, you're going to be more productive. And then I also say manifest, like writing down your goals and your dreams are so huge. Um, you know, I, I, obviously do a lot of like wacky stuff. I work with crystals. My mom's like super spiritual into Reiki and all that stuff. So like actually when the full moon's hit guys, I better believe I'm writing all my shit down and burning that piece of paper and I'm sleeping with crystals under my pillow. And you know what? Like here I am and I'm like got a super successful business. So maybe there's something to be said about it. I don't know. Um, I'm really big into manifesting, like picture it. I'm in, a big into like that mental capacity, like write it down, picture it happening and it will happen for you. Um, you know, take those small steps every day to get to where you want to be and ditch the fear. Like, I feel like a lot of us are fearful to jump into new careers and it's very scary, but you, you'll never know unless you try. You'll never know unless you try. So I think that's the biggest mindset guys is like, it's, you know, filling our buckets properly, manifesting the shit out of what we want in life and, uh, and also trying to find some joy in every day in this monotonous bullshit. It's <laughs> like, I'm so <laughs> over it, freaking over it. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I would say are the most important things for the remainder of this year. And it will kind of, I don't, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I say like every day you should kind of try and be your best self. Totally. And I think if yeah. we learn something from last year about New Year's resolutions is that it was completely useless. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. probably don't need to make new ones. Yeah. yeah just do one every day, guys. Just make those resolutions exactly. every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And wow. where can people find and connect with you? Yeah. So on uh, the gram, you can find me at the Michelle Method. Uh, Facebook, same thing, Michelle Method. I've got Twitter. I'm on there from time to time, but basically like Insta's 
the best place to find me. Yeah. And if you DM me, I promise I'll get back to you at some point. <laughs> if you have any questions, yeah, I'll get back to you. And I always say to you, like, email is the best way to for me too, if anyone ever wants to connect. Um, I have Thanks a for listening to this episode on my page podcast. There. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between you know, Michelle and I about awesome. personal well, branding. Thanks so much for coming on again. Why prioritizing amazing things. Thanks, Rach. Thanks, Penny. And I hope you take that into consideration for today. Set up your boundaries starting today and really feel the difference in your energy and how you are showing up day to day. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review also. I would love if you shared it on social media, show people what you're listening to. Let me know what your favorite part is. All of that jazz. Thank you for listening. I do really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next episode.